0: Just a reminder for Holy Communion to come to the altar rail. Kneel if you're able to. If you're not able to kneel, that's completely understandable. But to receive Holy Communion at the old rite, you should receive it on the tongue. So bring out your tongue, and I'll place a host on your tongue. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. In the early church, there were a group of heretics called Gnostics, We taught that materialism and the body was evil and that we had to despise the body and bodily pleasures in order to attain our ultimate union with God, who is spiritual. Since they also said that procreation was evil, they ended up believing themselves out of existence. But before they believed themselves out of existence, Holy Mother Church told them why they were wrong. Our bodies are the vessel of an immortal soul, and temples of the Holy Ghost. Therefore, our bodies are not evil, but rather they are sacred. Today, and in fact ever since, the rise of humanism in the Middle Ages, we have the opposite error. We have an inordinate love for the body and pleasure, and a culture that loves to expose the body. And while we also, through birth control, are believing ourselves out of existence, The Church is telling us the same thing that it told the Gnostics. Our bodies should not be exposed and indulge in pleasures because they are sacred. They are the vessels of our immortal soul and temples of the Holy Ghost. So I guess you figured it out by now. Today we're talking about modesty. Of the two beliefs, regretfully I have to say that Gnosticism is the better because at least they believed in God. But if you do a study on modesty, you will quickly discover that it's not just the traditional Catholics that talk about modesty. In fact, It's not just Catholics that talk about modesty. In fact, it's not just Catholics and Protestants that talk about modesty. In fact, every single religion in the world today, in our modern world, that believes in a God, preaches about modesty even those religions that say that heaven is pure passion and indulging in carnal desires even they preach on modesty in this world that tells us that immodesty is either one of two things or both either it is an atheistic belief or It is a a satanic crime. It doesn't have the slightest hint of heresy about it. It's pure apostasy. The Catholic Church teaches that the human body is sacred in the first place because while God created every other being with one thought, one eternal fiat, He created the human body with his own hands. This is is incidentally yet another problem with evolution. If you think about it, when man finally perfects the concept of a self-generating hydrogen car, he's not going to take the engine out of a 1980 Chevy Nova and replace it with his new invention. He's going to put the new engine in a new car, and even he might make it look different so that people can see from the outside that this is just not an ordinary car. And when God wanted man to have an immortal soul, a soul that could live forever, It falls to reason that he didn't just pick some animals running around on the ground and instill a soul in them. It falls to reason that if he has this priceless immortal soul which will last forever, that he will create a being from scratch to enjoy this soul. And so... The Bible tells us that God formed Adam out of the slime of the earth with his own hands. And then taking a rib from Adam formed Eve. That is just one reason why our bodies are sacred. Because God formed us with his own hands. The Catholic Church also teaches us that Our bodies are sacred because they are made in the image and likeness of God. A blessing that no other creature was ever granted. We don't just look like mom or dad. We look like God. We are made in the image of God. He loves us. He made us just like him. Our bodies are also the vessel that contains our immortal souls. But they are not just a window with a soul inside that you can splash mud on the outside and then wipe it off and your soul is clean. They're more like a screen or an open door so that if you putrefy your body, you're also putrefying your soul. Our bodies enclose a soul that if it is is baptized and is in the state of grace, has God living within it. The Blessed Trinity living within our soul just as the Trinity is in heaven with the Father eternally loving the Son and the Son eternally loving the Father and the Holy Ghost loving both of them. This Trinitarian life It's in our soul, and it radiates sanctifying grace. Our bodies are the temples of the Holy Ghost. All these things make our bodies sacred. Take a look at the chalice on the altar. You cannot see it because it is veiled. And in the Catholic Church, we veil things that are sacred. Traditionally, you would veil the tabernacle whenever our Lord was present. You would veil the ciborium. I don't veil the ciborium at everyday Mass because it's covered enough, liturgists say, by the veil of the the chalice. A monstrance is covered, is veiled, just because it's the holy throne where the blessed sacrament rests. And that is why we cover our bodies, because our bodies are sacred. On another note, we dress according to who we are. We are how we dress. So much can be told about us by the clothes we wear. You can tell our social status, our culture, our manners and mannerisms, our likes and dislikes, what generation we grew up in, whether we be rich or poor, if we have character, if we have a backbone, or if we simply follow the flow of fashion, our temperament, our level of education, whether we like hot or cold weather, regardless of what season it is, our beliefs, or if we believe. They say that the way to tell what your favorite color is is simply to open the door of your wardrobe and see what the predominant color of your clothes are. There are people who are good at deciphering our entire personalities and background by the clothes we wear. They can tell what your job is. Or close enough, at least. They can tell your hobbies, your tastes of music, the, ce- the celebrities you admire, simply by the clothes you wear. Clothing is not just to keep us warm. We are how we dress. Well, this sermon's getting a little too long, so let's get down to business. What are the rules of modesty? Well, many people will tell you many different things. Believe it or not, but Sarasota Jail has a modesty code. There are many Protestant churches that have a stricter modesty code than the Vatican itself. I'm going to avoid all the ifs and buts and do's and don'ts. I'm just going to lay down the law. For both men and women, clothing should cover the thighs and over the shoulders and everything in between. Very simple, straightforward. I'll say it again. For both men and women, Clothing should cover the thighs and over the shoulders and everything in between. Moral theologians say that clothing should cover not only the revealing parts of our bodies, but also those parts of our bodies that are unnecessary to reveal. When it comes down to it, this is not a question of, I can't wear this, I can't wear that. Just like our souls reflect our bodies, so also our bodies reflect our souls. If we are modest on the inside, we will be modest on the outside. We should ask ourselves a simple question. Why do we wear clothes? But no, ask it again. Because most people don't wear clothes for the reason they're supposed to. The principle behind our manner of dress should be to cover our bodies, not to expose them, to conceal, not to reveal. And while it is okay and good to wear clothes that are attractive and beautiful. We should not wear clothes that reveal parts of our bodies to make our bodies look attractive and beautiful. People should see the clothes we wear and not see what is under the clothes we wear. There are times when less clothing is permitted, like for instance at the beach or sport or work activities. But even at these times the intention of our dress should be to dress according to the activity we are about to do, not to dress in order to show our bodies. There are other times when our dress code should be beyond the minimum. For example, when we come to church. I shouldn't have to say this, but and you probably know it but you should never come to church dressed for the beach even if the church is a block away from the beach if you're going to the beach after church bring your change of clothes and change afterwards church attire should be your best attire it should not only be modest but it should also be formal you're coming to the house of God NOT TO A SCHOOL PLAY. THE RULES OF MODESTY, TO SUM UP, ARE SIMPLE. I SHOULDN'T NEED TO SAY DON'T DO THIS, DON'T WEAR THIS, DON'T WEAR THAT. PEOPLE DO NOT ABIDE BY MODESTY NOT BECAUSE THEY DON'T KNOW THE RULES, OR BECAUSE THEY'RE TOO COMPLICATED, OR BECAUSE THE FINE PRINCE SAID DON'T WEAR THIS GREEN hoodie. People don't dress modestly because they don't want to. And what's more, people don't dress modestly because they lack in modesty themselves. People who expose impure parts of their bodies, we could almost say, are impure themselves. Because going back to what we said a minute ago, how we dress is how we are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.